Can Freegans save the world? You've probably never heard of a Freegan besides the scene in Parks and Recreation when Ron too says he's a vegan and wants to be a Freegan vegan. So today, we're going to break down Freeganism. As more and more scientific data comes in, it's pretty apparent that government action is needed when dealing with the climate crisis. But could there be more to this issue? Many people point to individual consumer habits as one of the main causes of climate change. And our habits do seem to have an impact on the Earth. Especially in the United States, consumerism is a way of life, and this can easily be seen from all the excitement around Black Friday and other sales. Many of us find ourselves looking to our next purchase as a source of joy and fail to recognize the environmental impact behind that item. This impact is called a product footprint, which represents the resources it took to create and get an item into your hand. The carbon footprint, water footprint, use of non-renewable resources, and shipping materials are some of the things included in a product footprint. Many people are purchasing sustainably made and secondhand products to combat the dangers of consumerism on the earth. In addition to examining the impact of material goods, some people have switched to a vegetarian or vegan diet because the animal agriculture industry is one of the biggest emitters of CO2, one of the gases that causes climate change. The word vegan has become a common household term in the past 10 years, but do you know what it means to be a freegan? Today I'm joined by Freddie Freegan, a freegan blogger, to learn more about what freeganism is, how it impacts his life, and the environment. Freddie got introduced to environmentalism at a very young age, and that helped shape his views today. In elementary school, I just sort of got introduced to environmentalism. I don't even really know what it was called at the time, but, um, you know, we, we had talked about, you know, like saving trees and toothpaste, turning up the lights, turning up the faucet, all that stuff. And it just kind of appealed to me. Um, so I, I, I think that I've been really interested in that and pretty diligent about it since I was young. Um, and it just evolved more and more over time as I saw all the benefits. On a personal level, these benefits can look like saving money on your water or electric bill from turning off appliances when they're not in use and using more energy-efficient items. But this extends beyond energy and water use because when people are more aware of the environmental impacts of these small changes, they're more likely to implement more impactful changes into their lifestyle. That's where freeganism comes in. Freddie defines this as living off things that would go to waste and doing your best to reduce overconsumption in society. Many of us have a plethora of clothing pieces we haven't worn in years and rotten produce at the back of our refrigerators. You may think these instances wouldn't really impact the earth, but everything has a product footprint, the resources it took to get into your hands, and that impacts the environment. When we buy items we don't end up using, like that trendy sweater or piece of produce we have no idea how to prepare, we're telling companies we want more, so they produce more. The average person purchases over 60 pieces of clothing per year and wears a piece about seven times before it hangs at the back of their closet or gets sent to a donation center. Freddie combats this by looking for used clothes. Like there's so, There are so many clothes in thrift stores and like alleys just like people throw people just don't even half their clothes they don't even donate to yeah to stores they just put it like in an alley and 
Freddy's way of getting clothing debunks the myth that it's expensive to be sustainable. For him, it's almost free. The fashion industry makes up about 10% of carbon emissions and accounts for almost 13 million pounds of textile waste per year. About 95% of textile waste could be reused, but it's often not because it's easier and more profitable for companies to make new products. The best way to combat this issue is shop less. And when you do need a new piece of clothing, purchase it secondhand. It's good to support companies with sustainable practices. And if you need a new item and are able to support these companies, you definitely should. But it's even better to use what has already been used and not create demand for more new goods. One of the biggest ways freeganism impacts Freddy's life is through food. I'll give you a moment to guess how often he goes grocery shopping. Okay, you got your guess? Prepare to be amazed. Getting groceries just for myself to shop, maybe once a year. How does he do it? A little creativity and a lot of observation. I have just like a variety of different sources over where I know certain places are going to be throwing out food at certain times. Um, also, like if your office is cleaning out food um, after events, um, like volunteer events, there, there might be like a ton of leftover food. Freddy does some dumpster diving, but he's found getting food that would otherwise be wasted is even easier than that. When he gets food like this, he keeps inventory and makes sure he eats what will go bad first to minimize waste even more. About one-third of food in the States get wasted, and Freddy's techniques can help get this number down. Freddy definitely does a lot to help minimize waste to protect the Earth, and to some of us, this is pretty intimidating. The important thing to remember is that we don't need a few people to be zero-waste freegans. We need everyone to be as low-waste as they can. Minimizing waste looks very different for some people based on where they live, the economic situation, and many other factors. So don't feel pressured to live exactly like Freddy if that doesn't work for you right now. Start with the small changes, like turning off the lights when you leave a room, and be more aware of what you're purchasing and the environmental impact behind it. So, can freegans save the world? I think yes. If everyone starts implementing these simple strategies, like keeping inventory of your food so it doesn't get wasted, and purchasing more items secondhand opposed to new, we can really make a change. And these small actions will inspire bigger changes, like pushing for government action to help the climate crisis. It's not just the freegans who will save the earth, it's all of us working to be as freegan as we can.